This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming babies, TV with 50 as a top of kernels in his feet. There's still not one that he won't see. Oh, Hey everybody, I got a bunch of water all over my notes. It's a sweaty water, I touched it to my notes. Good luck to us all. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, the show that has occasional discussions about movies and sometimes we play movie related games. Coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, California on Tuesday, October 16th, Two Oceans 12. Uh, it's the night of the second presidential debates, by the way, uh, which is why I won't be, I stopped live tweeting halfway through the debates to, uh, d to drive over here and to do this show. Um, but if you guys don't mind, I'd like to really quickly send a tweet right now. Uh, I guess the debate probably just ended. So what can I say, having not seen it? <laughs> That will sound like I have. Oh, I got it. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> meta live tweeting. <laughs> okay, so I wrote, "We did it." <laughs> I said it wrong. I did. I wrote a period. We did it. <laughs> Hashtag debate <laughs> tweet. All right, so I took care of that. <laughs> and uh, um, since I uh, last spoke a little bit and you listened with frustration, I got, 
I got a little revenge on Todd Glass by interrupting his podcast the next morning at the LA Podcast Festival. So be sure to listen for the Todd Glass show uh, from the festival because uh, I had a lot of fun uh, at his show, uh, mostly at his expense. Although I do acknowledge that all five of my guests on the Santa Monica High School show were, they were all problematic in, <laughs> in different ways. But they were all, it was Dave Anthony's first time, but all four of the other guests have been on the show before and not, not ruined it uh, at all. They're always a complete delight. But that four, those, those five together, holy shit. And a helicopter and a baby and the microphones, we couldn't understand what each other was saying. So it was, uh, it was a crazy ass show. And thank you to everyone who's sitting through it. I'm getting lots of tweets from people saying they sat through it. Some seem a little upset. Uh, others seem to think it was a delight nonetheless. From the corrections department, the podcast festival in LA was actually uh, uh, put together by a bunch of dudes, not just Dave Anthony. He's the only one I mentioned on the show. The other co-founders are Graham Elwood, Chris Mancini, uh, Andy Wood did a lot of work at the festival, and they, I think they did a great job. It was a lot of fun. Were any of you there at the uh, festival? <laughs> nice. Exciting. Okay. Um, oh, also in the corrections department, Adrian dies between Rocky Five and <laughs> and Rocky Balboa. <laughs> so thank you for that, JP Mendes, and several other people. This Sunday, October twenty first, I'll be at Zany's in Rosemont, Illinois, O'Hare Port adjacent, with a uh, special guest who will play the Leonard Maltin game against audience members at the end of the stand up show. For all of my October dates, costumes are encouraged. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At Martin Urbano tweeted, in deleted scene from Silence of the Lambs, they show Buffalo Bill's will. It just says, put the lotion in the casket. <laughs> put the lotion in the casket. This has been Tweet Relief. All right, let's look in the prize bag. That was a good one, right? I don't know. I don't know who Martin Urbano is, but nicely done. Hope he didn't like take that from somebody. I don't know why I'm accusing him of stealing it. Here's a bobblehead for a do bobblehead for a Dodger uh, in the prize bag named Mike Sosha. I think I pronounced that right. And then uh, we got a Douglas Movies T-shirt. Some people have been sending me pictures of themselves wearing them. I always retweet those. A performer from the Los Angeles Podcast Festival brought his, uh, his laminate thingy without the cord, though, so you might lose it, and uh, <laughs> without the lanyard. And uh, I still have another bag of Doug's nuts, <laughs> and uh, I don't want those at all. And, but I'm sure they're delicious. I just, they've ruined it. I mean, I'm sure that name's not so bad for other people, but for me... Care for it, and then uh, I brought a copy of Smug Life, and uh, we'll have to get one of the guests to sign this. It's a uh, DVD of uh, Bridesmaids, and uh, so please help me in welcoming Judd Apatow, Wayne Fetterman, and Aziz Ansari. <laughs> I know that's all for me. I know you're the, I'm the one you're applauding for. I appreciate it. 
I totally appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. It's fun to be here. Fun to be here. <laughs> Who doesn't belong? So that was, that was Wayne Fetterman doing all that talking. Before, Obama before just forged Romney. What? No. <laughs> yeah, the post, uh, post-debate uh, scrap. Forget it. <laughs> uh, thank you all for being here. We'll, we'll start with Wayne, though, since yes. he first spoke. Wayne Fetterman, everybody. Thank uh, you. Last please, night, please. Please, it's too much. Too much for people who barely know who I am. Embarrassing. Last night, I got to see uh, the premiere of... Eliana Douglas's uh, Easy to Assemble season four. A lot to say. Lot uh, to say. Season four, uh, This End Up. And it's a uh, series, it's a fourth season of this internet series. Have yes. you seen it, Judd? It takes place entirely in uh, Ikea. Or not entirely in it, but it's about people that work at an Ikea. And much of it is shot in a real Ikea while it's open for business. Is there any more? Is there anything more to say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess that wasn't a question. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, no, no where, yes, where can people see it? You're in it. I am in it. And I am it's in not it. Fetterman and out. You're in it throughout the season. Right, right. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, what, what she did is she kind of figured out, and there was just a whole article in the Wall Street Journal about it. She figured out how to like do a web series and have it, I guess they call it branded entertainment would be the correct term. Is that right? So the whole thing takes... <laughs> As, you're the expert. You're a this, young right? buck. <laughs> you know what this is. Tom Haverford would know. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so that's it. So, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. There's like 11 episodes. It's the fourth season, and there's been a lot of great Goldblum's been on it, and you know, it's it's a fun show. And she plays herself as an IKEA employee who's like thinking of giving up show business. Yeah, she's just Eliana Douglas goes to work at an IKEA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's, you know, and it's so, you know, it's just weird because I'm a huge fan of hers and I remember her from uh, Goodfellas. Do you remember that movie? Yes, and of course, uh, De Niro bit her face off in, yeah. in uh, Cape, Fear. Cape Fear. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just she writes it and created it. It's, it's really fun to be part of and that's all I have to say. And guess where it's at? It's on the internet, so you have to <laughs> you have to click you have to click and thing and yeah highlight. YouTube and the first the episodes are four minutes long and the first two came out uh, today, today today yeah so yeah. I'm just thrilled to be part of that it's not I mean Judd has a big movie coming out it's not quite that but it's, uh, it's what's the name of that movie it's called This Is Forty and we just saw it we just saw it <laughs> yeah. yeah yesterday it was so exciting first of all Judd Apatow is here everybody um, we. Because of your fanciness, you, you were like, well, you should see This is 40 before I come on your movie show. And I was like, that's awesome. And, but, you know, you're not going to send me a screener of a big universal Christmas release I didn't trust several you months ahead of time. So, Wayne, I invited Wayne to join me, and we went and got to have a private screening in a fancy screening room at uh, Universal. There was even, like, a button I could push and say, could you uh, hold, hold the movie for a moment? <laughs> 
for it. Did you use it? There seems to be a focus problem. No, that's the thing. She goes, she taught me about the button. Wayne goes, all right, I'm going to run to the restroom, and then we'll watch the movie. The second Wayne rocks out the door, like the universal theme comes blaring on. Wayne can't find the bathroom. He finally gives up and comes back. Right. And this is probably a good review of the film. You had to pee the entire movie, but you you never got up and right. left. Yeah, and you watched know, the entire thing. I mean, know your movies never short. No, never no, short. Never. <laughs> so. I I didn't get an invite to this screening. I still haven't seen the movie. I got an email about seeing the movie from yeah. some woman. Yeah. Her name was Sharon, and I was, and she was like, I got an email about a screening in New York, and I was like, I'm not in New York. There's one tomorrow. In L.A.? Yeah. I'll go to that. All right. Never mind, I'm, I'm busy. You sure you're not? Um, yeah, you got, but, you're kayaking tomorrow, aren't you? Yes, yes. You've got to finally get around to using that thing. But this, this woman emailed me, this woman emailed me, and she was like, we're not, we're not doing any screenings in L.A., and I was like, uh, 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 but the, the, the premiere is in December. I was like, great, I'll come to that. And uh, I was like, I heard your DJ in the after party. And she was like, uh, yes, there, there will be an after party. There should be a DJ. I was like, no, I heard you're DJ. Is that true? And she's like, no, no, no. I was like, I saw a flyer with your face on it. And I just kept it going way too long with someone that had zero interest in joking around. Well, if you're not DJing, you're probably missing because I see your face all over. On a lot, it's on a lot of posts. Uh, so that's Aziz Ansari, everybody. Also, yeah. also in the facility. And I didn't invite, I didn't invite you to the screening because I didn't go willy-nilly with it, inviting people myself, but it's, it's, I guess I could have brought a few people because it was, it, the screening was, was just uh, for us. Yeah, and there was about 25 seats there. Yeah. Was it intimate, like for you guys watching it together? Did you have a shared experience of some kind? I what? think so. We laughed at we different did, things, we looked, and we... we looked at each other sometimes. <laughs> But we sat a few seats apart from each other. There's no reason to get all cozy when it's already a, a tiny room. But the, the craziest part for me is there's a guy that's making sure we're not going to steal it, that we're not going to videotape oh, yeah, it. He so was there's all... a guy whose job, he's a security guy that us. looks like he could give a shit about the latest right. anything. Sorry, Judge. Any movie. Yeah, sorry. That, that fucking guy's going to have to sit through Les Mis a bunch of times. <laughs> There's just a guy, he just had to sit there. And at first he was standing, and I was like, this is going to creep me out if a guy's standing, just right. watching us the whole time. When are we going to get to masturbate if this guy, <laughs> this guy doesn't hit the bricks? But then eventually he just was like, and he even sat down like this. It was even kind of like... <clears throat> and I never looked at him, because I just felt like it would be weird to look at him. But I also thought it was weird that there's scenes of like people having sex and stuff. Right. And like I never care about the rest of the audience when there's... The, a whole rest of an audience, but it was interesting to see yeah. a movie that's that dirty with just two dudes. <laughs> and, and, he ever, and, and one of them's got, I think two of them had ties on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. We had like Super Usher behind us. But just, did he laugh ever? I don't think I ever heard Judd, him laugh. To, that might yeah. have been the 20th time he's seen it. Yeah. But I, I would laugh still if I saw that 20, 20 times because different things would make you laugh, you know, if you miss things, but also... There's some really solid, hilarious things in there. Yeah. And Albert Brooks is in it, we should say. Oh, uh, fav- my favorite. Who's so great. And uh, uh, past guest John Lithgow, hopefully future guest again uh, on this show, is, is in the movie. He's not exactly the most lighthearted character. If you were to give me a quote to put in the ads from you... For me? What would... For both of you. We can what each do one. And Aziz can do one, too. Yeah. We yeah. loved it. Ushers hate it. Yeah. <laughs> 
security fucking couldn't care, but we liked it a lot. I'd be a little bit more delicate about it. I'd just say, not for old fucks. <laughs> um, haven't been invited to screening. That would be an awesome quote for a movie ad. But the, Have some uh, goddamn fun with it. Yeah, your, your daughters are in it. Uh, yeah, I, my daughters are, are in it, and I, I pay them, and then I can keep the money myself. <laughs> Judd has yeah, dude, the they, best. They were... <laughs> it's the best scam he's got going because, <laughs> because he can be sitting at his computer going, "I would really like to see my wife play with Megan Fox's breasts," and Cut then to. you write the scene, and then it happens. Yeah. And they're both into it. That's right. <laughs> Genius. I can have her. Genius. I can have her make love to Paul Rudd at will. Ah. That see that part's a little creepier. <laughs> I'm a little less comfortable with that part. On your behalf, I, I didn't like seeing the two of them hooked very up. Very close. The camera was very close on those shots. How did that work? I, well, I just Video think, Village when uh, you're sitting watching that. Well, I, I like it. I like it because uh, <laughs> I just know how disgusted she is, so I like it. With certain people, I could tell she likes it, and then I get grossed out. Uh, oh, but okay. if she doesn't like it, it's, uh, it's like a cruel game. <laughs> The rest of us, we're all gonna, for the next 15 minutes, we're all gonna talk about Fast Six, a movie that hasn't come out that we all saw and you guys haven't seen. What? Let's talk about that scene where Dominic Toretto steals the tank. Are they really gonna call it Fast Six? The last one was called Fast Five. I know, this one, this one just sounds like a slightly longer hand job. <laughs> Or it's uh, that, uh, you know, one of those people with six fingers. Oh. <laughs> oh. Not cool, Doug. Oh. I would like. Lost the six-fingered listeners. <laughs> I just realized that Wayne wasn't in This Is 40, and he was in Knocked Up, and I should have brought your character it. back. Well, yeah. I was, that was, I was, we did bring it I up. was a little troubled that, uh, that no, at the very, at the very least, it, Leslie it. didn't ever yell at him, like, First fantasy football. What was it? Football or baseball? Baseball. Baseball. Fantasy baseball. First fantasy baseball. Now you know what I mean. Like, like because they've Call sort back. of been through that. They've been through that before. Well, I loved when they, the way you mentioned Seth Rogen's character. Right. But when ben? I saw the last time I saw Ben, he gave me a bunch of weed. Yeah. That was awesome. And that's the only mention of him the entire movie. Yeah, but at least it's there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like at least. So I should call back every aspect of Knocked Up in the movie. <laughs> well. It just have Martin Starr walk by with a crazy long beard <laughs> all the way to his feet. Um, but no, we did talk about that because I have been in every one of Judd's movies up until This Is 40. Yeah. So this could be a Sometimes. horrible mistake. <laughs> it was like a jinxing of myself. No, it's not a jinx at all. Because you were in the nightclub with Randy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Reunion. Yeah. We didn't even realize it. I know. Well, I was in character. I was wearing a vest. I was wearing what, a vest. When is the last time Randy has seen the light of day? In the performance? Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I, I was just doing it when we were doing the movie, and then I, I did it when I recorded my uh, special, and that was probably the last time I did it, I think. Do people yell out for it at shows? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, once you do anything in comedy, people will pick the thing they're going to yell at you. So now it's, you know, Randy occasionally, treat yourself, <laughs> various other things. Just, just, Tom! <laughs> Do people yeah. yell stuff at you, like stuff that you've written? Uh, no, no, they don't. They, they don't, don't yell at those... Heavyweights! Yeah. <laughs> Celtic pride! Cable guy! <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, but that was like a funny... Emmy winning Larry Sanders show! <laughs> when you were doing Randy, it was really fun watching you uh, create the character because uh, we said, okay, we want to do like the incredibly successful, obnoxious comedian. And Aziz took old jokes, which he... I guess you didn't want to use them anymore and just turbocharged them and made them obnoxious and then danced around a lot after every joke. Yes. And then you brought a DJ into it and then the DJ would start scratching after every single joke and then the crowds would go crazy and we couldn't tell if they were going crazy because they were in on the fact that we were making fun of comedy or they just loved Randy. It was a very... The craziest time when I did Randy was... uh, Eventually, I just started writing jokes just for Randy which were just about like all about just getting your dick sucked all the time. <laughs> that was just like, all his premises were just like, isn't it crazy when you're getting your dick sucked and then X happens? That was like the template. And I dropped in at the Laugh Factory and like I just told the guy, like, just introduce me as this guy, Randy. Don't say I'm like a guy working on a character and just pretend like this is a real guy. And no one in the audience like knew my other stuff and thought this was a real guy. And this one table was just so into it. <laughs> And I just thought it'd be so amazing if I just went up to him afterwards and was like, I, I, that's a character. That's not a real person. The person you really liked is a fake person. <laughs> Did it bother you that people liked Randy? No, because I mean, I think that stuff is funny and entertaining. Like, I do think they're like well-written jokes, even though they're about the most absurd, stupid things. Like, there is like solid writing behind it. You can't, you can only coast so much on just like the charm of yelling about your dick. Like, that'll... <laughs> That will carry you for like a minute or two. But also jumping around is, is delightful. Like it, it is, a lot of comics again, don't do it because it'd be exhausting. It, 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 it carries you for a minute or two, but you know, you've got to have the well-written dick-sucking jokes <laughs> behind it or else it'll all fall apart real fast. Uh, do you have anything uh, movie-wise that you've uh, finished up that's in the can, as they say? Movie-wise? No. I, I, I've been, we've been shooting Parks and Rec. And more then, Parks um, and Rec. More Parks yeah. and Rec. Treat yourself. And uh, I just did a, a stand-up tour when we had the hiatus. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to reboot Jingle All the Way <laughs> for Christmas in December. So I do have that coming. So you got just in time for the holidays. You're going Jingle to all reboot the way. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's, you brought for the prize bag some energy sheets? Yeah, these things are awesome. These are energy sheets. <laughs> these, okay, so the way it works is it's like those breast strips, only uh, they, uh, you, you know, you put them on your tongue and they dissolve on your tongue, but these have energy. It's just uh, caffeine and vitamin B. There's no, no calories, no sugar, there's no crash. And uh, <laughs> they're pretty amazing. They like really get you fired up in a way I have never experienced with any other energy product. I don't like five hour energy, I don't like Red Bull. I love energy sheets. And uh, yeah, it's pretty serious stuff. So I, I brought those. Uh, I also forgot to have, uh, I also forgot to bring a gift and these were in my bag. So, no, but they're a great gift. Oh, shit. You all are excited and I shouldn't have said that. Um, no, There's but these are great. Some guy trying to yell something about it over here. What? What's, what's up? Okay. All right. There really, there really, no, that that really wasn't worth it, but what the gentleman, what the gentleman said was, <laughs> He's, I hope Parks and Rec gets picked up for another season. <laughs> Um, 
I think we all agree. It really goes without saying. Yes. I brought a gift, uh, yeah. which is a uh, $50 gift card to Sephora. Oh, that's Shit. awesome. Uh, that's very nice. So that's, that's real. Right, that's give me, $50. Give me before you change your mind. They have makeup and uh, also makeup. <laughs> and uh, I don't it's know what uh, Rob Delaney's favorite place to fart. I don't know what Sephora is. Uh, they sell makeup. You know, this is exciting Can for me. Can you sign your uh, copy of Bridesmaids? This is exciting for me uh, to be here with Wayne... Uh, because Wayne, I think Wayne was the first comedian I met when I moved to California in 1985. And, and did you just move there like that day or within a few days of that also? It was actually, I was on a kind of a fact-finding trip in the fall of 85, yeah. And we met outside the Laugh Factory, right? We met outside the Laugh Factory and, and have been friends ever since. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't put you in This is 40. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I just realized how long we've known each other. <laughs> 27 can, years. It and, is uh, so... We, we were talking about it. Like, it's so fun to watch it. And obviously, it's super personal. I mean, it is like you go, you go there. It's a it's documentary. Really, yeah. <laughs> Should I not have gone there? No, no. I think. Why don't other people go there? <laughs> All right. Because I know you, because I just know you in your life. And so it's like, it was just really... Wayne, it's all fictional. What? Uh, what would that movie be like if like Martin Scorsese hired someone to play him and then just made a movie about his life and what, what he does? Or, you know, anybody like that. It's, a, it's not something people do since, I guess, Woody Allen. Uh, but nothing in the movie actually has happened in real life. Oh, that's good. It's just, uh, it's just emotionally accurate. <laughs> But okay. I have not ever asked Leslie to look at my anus <laughs> to tell me if there was a worm or a tear. <laughs> Rudd just showed up one day and asked everybody on the set. It's a metaphor gave you for life. Idea. That's all. <laughs> uh, and you put uh, a Les Mis song in the, in the movie. Uh, I was happy yes. to hear that. That's product placement right there to promote the next universal picture. Yeah, like four days later. Yeah, four days <laughs> later. You're essentially they... competing against each other. Yeah, they'll crush me. Jean Valjean will beat the shit out of me. You're so excited about that movie, aren't you? Oh. Who is that man to go to jail for me? <laughs> I gave my life to God, you know. I learned that lesson long ago. He gave me hope when hope was gone. He gave me strength to carry on. Who am I? Who am I? I think two, four, Valjean. six, oh, one. I know two, four, six, oh, one. I don't mind having them crush me. Hugh Jackman's going to nail that. It's going to be good. Yeah. I got to say it's going to be gonna good. It's going to be good. They're all muddy. They're all dirty. It's like a battle going on. Like People are going to get killed. And Anne Hathaway has sexy short hair. No, then she dies. I don't care for that look. I associate the short hair look with someone who didn't want a haircut and got one anyway. Yeah, she, it's can, traumatic. she has to cut off her hair yeah. to sell it, right? Yeah, and they really sing on the set. They don't, uh, they don't sing the pre-recorded uh, gonna tracks. So it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I like to promote all the movies that are up against us. <laughs> Zero Six Thirty? Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty? That's the Bin Laden killing movie. That comes out the same day as us, so you should see that too. You can see them both in the same day. All right. This is 40, and then you kill Bin Laden afterwards. I just thought of a slogan for uh, Les Mis from the director of f -f -f Fucking King's Speech. <laughs> um, oh, so Wayne Fetterman, uh, yeah. do you still do your uh, annual international film festival? Yes, I do. That'll be in January. It's in a family. Yep. Yeah. And tell people the a premise. people know about it. What's the people. premise of the festival? The premise of the festival is this. I pick comedians 
to select a movie that they love or were inspired by but cannot be in. They cannot be in the movie. So it's not like a self-promotion thing. So your movie could be This Is 40. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 So. It's probably January's probably a little too soon for it to be playing CineFamily. Yeah, that would be a bad sign. So, <laughs> so, uh, or a special event. Or a crazy thing. And then... Uh, so and then so I like last year uh, Gary Shandling did it and he picked um, the Martin Scorsese movie I'm blanking on the name of King it of King of Comedy. Comedy The King of Comedy and so because that really informed the Larry Sanders show and it was a really great night and he was kind of it's, it, he was a little emotional talking about seeing the movie again and what it meant to him so it was a, so that was a great night so this year we have so far signed up we got Patton Oswalt he has not picked his movie yet and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's going to be doing it. So, uh, and then there's three other slots. So. I'm thinking that Sasha Baron Cohen's going to pick a Peter Sellers movie. Yeah. Or maybe Alec Guinness. <laughs> and uh, um, what do you think the other guy's going to do? I don't know. I mean, he has such a wide, you know, Patton has such a wide palette when it comes to movies. I have no idea. But uh, hopefully something. Somebody's going to have to, <laughs> somebody's gonna have to answer a question across a bridge maybe or have foot, some goats or maybe something. Maybe fist foot way or something. What? Or foot fist, fist way. Foot way, yeah. Foot fist, what is foot, it called? Foot fist way. Foot fist way. <laughs> Come on, Wayne, just fit fist it. He fit fisted it. Come on, dude. Uh, yeah, maybe that. What would you pick? What would you pick? Yeah, that's what I was if getting were, to next. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Go ahead, you ask. You have hosting instincts. Wait, What? What would you? What would be a movie you'd like to show an audience? And, and like, wait. check this out. It influenced me. It influenced. Uh, mm. You loved and just like, oh my god. Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, to- actually, that totally works. No, when I was a kid, I watched way more action movies than I did comedies. I watched Die Hard, Terminator Two. I watch those movies all the time. Hilarious movies. The time. They're funny. Yes. This, this is what <laughs> uh, but comedy wise, you know what movie I watched a lot when I was a kid that I still watch a lot? Uh, Coming to America. I think that holds up really well. Uh. I love that Eric LaSalle from ER is that uh, guy with the long hair and the jerry curl. Yeah. What about you, Judd? What do you think? Uh, maybe uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Oh, oh that's an interesting that's a great pick. great one. And that was a big inspiration when we were doing Freaks and Geeks. I loved there was all these dinner table sequences where they would get mad uh, at her and not let her have her cake and give her cake to her sister. <laughs> Eat her cake. <laughs> Uh, but I, I thought that was a great movie and a great kind of underdog uh, freaks and geeks. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun thing. to see that with like a, a packed theater over there at the Cine Family. So maybe we can make that happen. Maybe would you do it? Uh, probably. All right. Uh, Total uh, commitment. Hundred <laughs> percent on board. He's canceling his vacation I, no. plans. <laughs> Push back the start of the next movie. When can we look forward to this? Is forty one. Exactly. That's December 21st, 2013. I would do it like every seven years for the rest of my life. Like Michael Apted? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I think, I think that no one else really does that and like a sequel every seven years with they the same d- family. Um, before, before Sunrise, before Sunset. Oh, that's true. They're, they're they kind of doing every, it. Like, Those are pretty years. huge intervals before, yeah. between movies, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think they have another one coming out. It'll be eight years. Is there one with colors in it also? Red, white, and blue? Yeah. Wasn't that multiple years? I don't know how many years apart those were. But, but thank talking, you for playing our game. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Not necessarily. I just can't confirm. <laughs> now, time. Doug and I, we've known each other mm-hmm. since uh, 
87? Pretty soon after you first met yeah. Wayne, I'm sure. We, we ran around and did a lot of the same shows. And, uh, we weren't very good. I, I, you said that on some other show recently, and I was like, what? <laughs> but... No, and I wrapped but we, everyone but we into had it, like fun. we all weren't very good. Yeah, yeah, but we, we had fun though, and uh, that's, we did that's enjoy what matters. Ourselves. We cracked each other up, and that's what was your you rent know, in your apartment back then? Oh, I don't even remember. It, you know, probably like four hundred bucks or something. I was paying four twenty-five, and my roommate uh, Adam Sandler was paying four seventy-five because he had the bathroom in his bedroom, <laughs> and he paid fifty dollars extra for that privilege. And you guys had the air conditioning on, it's cranked at all yeah. times. Yeah, Sandler so had So it was a always thing. freezing. I'd have to bring a sweater. Yeah. He, he had a thing about, like, the apartment being, like, 60 degrees always. 60? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just freaking ice cold. And, and lots I'm not of, sure uh, why. How are you supposed to stay hard when it's so cold? <laughs> All right, does anybody hunger for games? Sure. Yes. This is the part I warned you guys about. Uh, Aziz and Wayne have experienced it before. Wait, uh, what this is this? This is Judd's first time to this. Okay, these, these people, go ahead, explain. Oh, maybe Aziz, it's been so long since you've been on that this wasn't yeah. happening yet. Okay. You get to select someone in the audience based on their name tag uh, that you'd like to play for when we play the Leonard Malton game, which you, which you have played that. Yeah, 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 I have played that. Okay. Yeah. Wayne, you go first. I'm so grabbing that computer pressure. right over Everybody there. Everybody just get up and go, just walk over and just take the name tag you want to play for from the person. There's some Frankenberry. The, the food items are always good. There's a... Instead of Looper, it says Looker. You know, I haven't seen Looper, but that's about ADR, right? That's a Hollywood ridiculous, stupid thing to say. <laughs> about people who do voiceover. Oh, Judd. That's... Yeah, Judd picked a very creative... Yeah, that's bright. ...blinking thing. I'll do the guy that threw the album. You have to go get it. Yeah, go grab it from him. He does it. Just, just touch it. Just, just wash your hands right after the show. He drew Alf. So Judd's got a bucket of candy that's got lights on on the inside of it. And and some Whoppers and some Reese's and some Kit Kats. And it says Summer. So that's your name, Summer? Okay. I was going to say... I can't get your name back on this computer. What happened? Oh, no. It we lost the name tag aspect of it. Topic one is like some sort of... Uh, Topics of discussion. Introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's, she used to bring a Frisbee, and I always worry that I'm pronouncing her name wrong. How would you pronounce it, Wayne? Uh, it's, it's Kala. It's almost like Kala, but without the Jew. <laughs> It's in- incorrect. Right? It's incorrect. Kala. You're telling me this isn't Kala? It's not. What do you think this is, Judd? Kala. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? It's not Kala. It's not Kala. What do you think? Kaya. Kaya? Oh, like I don't it. know. It's not Kala. That's what it looks like. K-A-L-L-A. Yeah, come on. Let's just change it to Kala. That's why I always worry I'm saying it wrong, but it's Kala. Ca- oh, okay. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just... I thought it was something... Understandable mispronunciation. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, Kala, and um, so Aziz is playing for, who drew an ALF picture for you? Al, is that your name? Yep. And ALF, oh, I see, he crossed out the F, but ALF is saying, hey, Willie, I eat it all the pussy. <laughs> because ALF was famous for his cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
Wayne's playing for... Co- oh, and Judd's playing for Summer. Okay. Wait, I want to show... Uh, Cat, Are you ready for the summer? This is her screensaver. It's uh, very, it's young Michael you, Jackson. What is going on? I just, by the way, you use Whoa. PowerPoint. You don't use Keynote, I would think. I think it would be part of the, uh, the family. I like family. Go ahead. Since it's his first time, we'll start with Judd. Yeah. Uh, I will pick, you'll get to pick between three categories, Judd, that you would like to uh, play in the Leonard Malton game. Starting with at Kubrick97 on Twitter suggested Stoned Presidents, and that's movies about presidents directed by Oliver Stone. <laughs> or, we just did a show the other night at Santa Monica High School, uh, and I didn't get a chance to say this, but uh, Nicolas Cage and Sean Penn both attended that school. So, movies that feature Nicolas Cage and Sean Penn. In the same movie? Yeah. <laughs> So, as you can see, some categories are narrowed down considerably. <laughs> in this case, it's probably narrowed down to three and two movies. Hold on. But I'll give you one with a little bit. Yeah, don't use callous. Don't use callous computer. Okay. Be sure to use your microphone, Wayne. I got it. Sorry. <laughs> I was doing a mind bit for the crowd. Brandon L. Starr, star with two R's, uh, suggested Sarah Silverman, and that's movies that have a female robot in them. Whoa. I just know Small Wonder, and that's a TV show. Yeah, and don't try not to pre-guess. Um, so which one of those would you like to play, Judd? Uh, I'll play uh, the Nicolas Cage and Sean Penn movies. Okay, would you I'm like? I'm still trying to think of what the second. Would one you was. like a Nick Cage Sean Penn movie from 1982 or 1984? Uh, well, that just kind of gives it away, doesn't it? Maybe. 84. Okay, I'll tell you some things about this movie. Leonard Maltin gave it three stars out of Bomb to four stars. Uh, again, the year is 1984. He says that this movie. Uh, that one of the sets where the movie takes place, Leonard says, is a gem! Exclamation point. So remind me to explain the rest of that later. And he also says that the movie has appealing stars. And he lists nine names. So now the question is, how many names do you think you can name it in? And if you think you know the movie, you can bid zero names, or you could bid negative names. If you think... You can name the cast reading from the top of the list down, like if you can, if you know the stars of the movie in in what order. I know. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to what's throw at la- you. What's the last part? The last part is: you think you know the name of the movie? Yeah. Do you think you know who's the le- top build person in it? That is, who- yeah. That's a that's, that's a tough when it gets one tough. On this movie. So you say negative one if you think you can do that, but if you can't, you should just keep it at zero if you think you know the name of the movie. Or you could bid like four or five names and get to hear some names and, you know, and then that'll help you to decide if you uh, are correct in your assumption of what it is. What, what, okay. What would make I it? gave you your options. I feel like if I just say the name of the movie, the whole game isn't fun and the night ends. <laughs> well, that's, that's why you got to do the bidding. You got to say zero names or... And you could be wrong. Okay, I'm going to go negative one. Okay. So next we go to Wayne. I'm going to say name the movie. Okay, so you just need to tell me the name of the movie and the top-billed performer. I'm going to say... 
Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And? <laughs> and the top build performer. Here we go. Here we go. Build. Oh! Jennifer Jason Lee. No, the top build performer oh. is Sean Penn. Oh my God! I and it's because it's not Fast, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's the other movie they did together called Racing with the Moon. Oh, yeah. Fast Times was 82? Yeah. And Leonard says, that bowling alley is a gem. <laughs> Very excited about the bowling alley in Racing with the Moon. So bowling alley enthusiasts. Elizabeth McGovern was in Racing with the mm-hmm. Moon. Right? So right. cute. Liked her. If I'm not mistaken, a young Doug Benson is in that movie. What movie? Fast Times at Ridgemont Oh, yes, High? yes. Are like, you? I'm not racing with the moon, you lunatic. <laughs> you moonatic. All right, well, two years earlier, you were in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. That was, that was the first thing I was ever in. And it, they shot it at the uh, same mall that later I was in, the, uh, the scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger swings through the mall in Commando, <laughs> which was so much fun to shoot because the mall was closed, but all the extras were told, okay, now panic. And it was just so much fun to run around panicking in a mall. Right. <laughs> Knowing that it's not real. Now, with these, did gets, you, gets did your you adrenaline ever do uh, extra work in a movie? Um, no. no. Just no. straight to top building. <laughs> I didn't know anybody. Nice, I just moved nice, up nice. here. Some of us had a kind of... Straight you know. to being in movies for three minutes. <laughs> the only people I knew when I moved up here were like people that did that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, then I, and then when I fell into stand-up comedy, like four or five months after I, I moved to L.A., that's yeah. when I started hanging out with uh, you know, all the guests on this show. I remember Rob Schneider's wife at the time. Uh, she used to be an extra on Cheers. And it was like, oh my God, you get to sit at the bar at Cheers. You've got the best job ever. That had to be horrible, right? I mean, not horrible, but like at the, ta- the tapings go on for hours and hours of just sitting there. Yeah, but afterwards you get to beer. fuck Kelsey Grammer. And they didn't have... Like, being an extra now is probably a lot, lot easier because you have your fucking cell phone. Like, you, yeah. can, you, you can sit there and do shit on your phone. Then yeah. you have to read the LA Weekly. Oh, yeah. I used to, when I used to be an extra in things, we'd just sit around and just, you know, like, people would bring folding chairs, especially the older ones, yeah. and then some book or something. And I'd just spend the afternoon in a Books. parking lot watching somebody read a book. <laughs> Must have been horrifying watching someone read like that. Why did you, why did you read, read a book? I don't read books in parking lots. I sat there and waited for computer technology so that I could watch movies. Oh, Doug, by the way, waiting. five years before you did extra work on Fast Times, I was an extra in a movie. John Frankenheimer film, Black Sunday. You were, were you in Whoa. the stadium scene? I am in the Orange Bowl, yeah. yeah. Nice. Row K in the blue section if you're... Anyone's curious. Have you ever gone for a ride in the Goodyear blimp? No. No. Yeah. I have. What? That's right. I'm a blimp dropper. (laughs) I'll let you know when I get around to getting on the Fiji one. Fiji? Fuji. Fuck. Cola. Cola? Fuji fucking blimp. All right. So uh, that means that uh, Wayne got the point. Yeah. So we'll start with Aziz, get him involved. Oh, God, I hate dominating like this. And then we'll go in the opposite direction. So it goes Aziz, Wayne, and then Judd. So you okay. got a second here, Judd, to, uh, to prepare for what, what's coming at you. Uh, Aziz gets to pick a category. At the Daz, D-A-Z, suggested Crankin' Weenie. 
And Crankin'Weenie is a movie where someone is caught masturbating. We can't play that category right now because we all know what movie I picked for that. That's hilarious. I did not even realize I loaded the same movie into two different categories. All right, at Erica Hates Owls. I'll just play that one next week and none of the guests will know, know the difference. Erica Hates Owls suggested paranormal blacktivity and that's movies that have an African-American ghost in them. Whoa, that is going to be tough to beat. That's like one of my favorite things I've heard in life. It's okay. Well, this is pretty good, too. It's Angela Lansbury's birthday today. So the films of Angela Lansbury. Or your, for your third choice, you can go with... Uh, oh, here's a good one. We're going to need a bigger float. Oh. That's movies that have a parade in them. So, Bigger Float, or Angela Lansbury, or Blacktivity. <sighs> so tough. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Black Ghosts. <laughs> Maybe Angela Lansbury solved the murder of that, that person. <laughs> that black ghost. Did she ever solve a murder case that was a black person? I don't think so. I think it was a very white community she was solving crimes in. <laughs> um, two and a half stars disease for this movie that has an uh, African-American ghost in it from 1996. Leonard calls it over long. And he also, I know he says that a lot. He also says definitely not for all tastes. And he lists... 13 names? Wait a second. 12 names. 12 names. How many names do you think you And there has to be an African-American ghost. Yeah, from 1996. 1996. I think I can... I can do it in one name. For reals? What? For reals? Yeah, Wayne. For For reals. I'm gonna, I, I, think like Wayne's, I think Wayne's going to take this whole thing down just because you guys are too confident. <laughs> Name that ghost. <laughs> All right. Um, your one name. Would you like the clues again? 96. Mm-hmm. Overlong. Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. And your one name. So this is the 12th wait, oh, built wait, person. Wait, oait. Oh, it's a 12th old person. Yeah. Shit. Not I thought it was like a first person. person. Okay. So well, that's why I, th- I think this one name might not be enough right. help for you. <laughs> <laughs> what like, if it was? The though? one on the other end would be a lot of help. Okay, let's say. <laughs> what you were thinking you would get. Okay, all right, well, let's hear it. It's Arlie Ermey. Ah. Arlie the Ermey? great Arlie Ermey. That, actu- that actually is not a bad 12th name to get because he's only been in a couple of movies. <laughs> yeah, let's narrow it down. It's not Saving Silverman. Uh, fuck, man. One guy I over mean, there. I don't think this guy was in this movie that I thought it was. It has a black ghost? There's only like one movie with yeah, a black ghost. Yeah, what's the black ghost movie? Ghost Dad. Oh, shit! There's two! <laughs> Wait, I know another one. I know another one. What is it? Is it uh, that Chris Rock movie? Um, he, he was a ghost? ghost? Yeah. Doesn't he die in that oh, movie? Oh, like Kevin Can Wait? Yes, but he plays a white guy, or people think he's a white ghost, so he's technically 
a black guy trapped in the body of a white ghost. Because so nice think, try with your black ghost history. Well, I, can, I just felt very confident about Save that. Save it for February. <laughs> but I knew what, that What <laughs> movie is this? Can you tell us what movie it is? Yeah, yeah that's how this works. Wait. <laughs> no, that's... Good night, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's the one name you would have gotten if you... If you what was the top from name? From the top see. name would have been Michael J. Fox, the gentleman behind me. And you know. that would have been The Frighteners? Frighteners, yeah. Yes. With, no, there's uh, black ghosts in that. I never saw it. With everybody's favorite, Chai McBride as a, as a black ghost with the big afro, and he's even on the poster. Was that a Peter See? Jackson movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why Leonard wasn't totally into it because it was over long and not for everybody. And uh, that means Wayne Fetterman is our winner, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Kala. Wow, you got crushed. Sorry, I did where's, not know. Where's, oh, there you are. There you are. There's your, there's your prize bag, and let's give her, Cala, let's give her a computer back. Yeah. And let's see all the good. He wrote a shithead on the back of the ALF sign. And uh, Summer, do you, uh, is your shithead written on the bottom of that thing or something? Or? Okay, can you just come and write one down for me? The consolation prize for people who uh, you guys were playing for that didn't win the, the bag today uh, is I will name anyone they want. I will call anyone they want a shithead. Oh, nice. On their behalf. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of them's very confusing. I hope this one's more concise. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any plugs? Any, uh... No, I've already said everything I've ever done. <laughs> I've done my you didn't mention resume. Charlie's Angels full throttle. <laughs> That's true. Um, Good point. And uh, watch for Aziz on Parks and Rec Thursday nights. 9.30. 9.30. And Judd Apatow's This is 40, December 21st. That's right. And December 25th is Le Mis. <laughs> <laughs> well, please, if you want to come back and sing some more from uh, Le Mis, uh, that, that would be awesome. I, I can't wait to see it. I've already seen... I was looking forward to This is 40 and Le Mis, so uh, you took care of one of those already. And... Uh, Thanks again to all three of my guests. Let's hear it for them. John Apatow, Aziz Ansari, Wayne Fetterman of the Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. I'll be at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona, October 27th at 420, doing a stand-up with some Leonard Moulton game at the end. And uh, as always, Melissa Sullivan is a shithead. So that's, you know, some people use it to go personal. Right. And some people use it to confuse me completely. Uh, also, as always, Willem Dafoe's wiener, the night of all buttfucks, Eve, is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes it foggy. There's no room.